0: The headlines tonight Banker unhinged jaw and swallowed my wife, says Duchess Chancellor loses budget down back of sofa And gin-soaked leopard elected mayor Welcome to the campaign train Good evening. Our top story tonight. Accusations have been made against the Dexon Corporation, who appear to have a monopoly on energy in the country and threaten all rivals to their power. A spokesghost for the Corporation says they had nothing to do with the thugs sent round to rival Solaris Industries, and they have never threatened Captain Romana Biscuit. Captain Biscuit, a half-elf artificer known for creating clockwork museum guides and large dirigibles, has made no formal accusation. Mr Dexon himself has so far declined to comment on the story.
1: So, uh, around Captain Biscuit's hangar, you can see uh, she's not the only person who works here. There are other artificers working on the Zeppelin. Uh, they're sort of hammering, bolting, welding, all that stuff. Uh, most of them are wearing sort of ear protection. You are stood on a platform that runs all the way around the room, elevated about uh, 10, 15 foot off the ground. Uh, so it's kind of this sort of mezzanine floor that goes around. Um... Uh, below, on the ground, you can see crates and barrels, metal drums and people moving things to and fro. Uh, the little hygiene stations as well as tea and coffee making facilities. Uh, big sign saying, wash your hands after handling dangerous or cursed items. Uh, above, uh, you can see cables coming from the walls to hold the zeppelin in place. And the ceiling looks like it's actually a, a massive door that could open onto the sky. Uh, one of the workers comes up to Biscuit and uh, hands her something to sign, which she does, and then uh, she turns to the rest of you with a big beaming smile, and she says, uh,
2: This is the laser-energised dirigible Zeppelin. The L.E.D. Zeppelin. Not sure about the name, though. Open to suggestions. Sounds good to me, lass. Yeah.
3: I think we should call it Gerald.
4: <laughs> What's the one to do that for?
3: I once named a squirrel Gerald, and we were friends for a good. Month. Never
4: give a name to something you might have to eat. Uh, please I don't, don't eat, eat the zeppelin. It ran away
3: from me. Harry's <laughs> going to eat the balloon. <laughs> I've never tried to eat
2: a balloon. I don't know. I bet you I could though.
4: When when they're hungry enough, they'll eat anything.
2: I would advise against eating the zeppelin. Come on, come on! I'll give you a tour. It's wonderful stuff.
1: And she uh, takes you across a little bridge into the um, the main cabin, which is attached underneath the giant. Uh, balloon part of the zeppelin Uh, it's rather nicely decked out Uh, you can see there's like nice comfy sofas Uh, the windows are wide and sort of give a nice uh, overview and um, there's a huge map of the world sort of painted onto the floor Uh, the the, there are like uh, lanterns there are it's very art deco uh in uh, in terms of design uh there's a cabin at the front where the pilot would go um and there is a pantry currently empty before you ask uh there is an engine room there's a, a medical bay there's sleeping quarters all the kind of stuff you would need for a long trip uh oh
2: if it's that longer trip would you have a library uh, Captain Biscuit says... Ooh, I haven't thought of that. Library. Yes, I'll get that sorted. Ooh, and a dojo. A dojo? Yes, I can swing that. Victrina? Anything you'd like to suggest? Is there a refrigerator? There is a pantry, but I can pump cold air into it, I suppose.
5: That, that, that
1: will do. Are you
2: sure you're not channelling
1: um, <laughs> your other D&D character there, Joe?
5: No, I need somewhere to keep the new milk fresh. Ah okay, alright, yeah, alright. I'll 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 forgive you. Yeah, so I'm
1: uh, dishing oh. out samples of new milk to people to, you know, make sure they know how
5: basic new milk is. It would be better if it was cold and not For-
6: green. <laughs> you could drop it on them from the sky so that it rains new milk. That
5: would be amazing. What yes. happens
4: when you, what happens when you run out of new milk? I'd think you'd need at you least a milking shed.
3: Do oh, I've got one, I've got one. Does it get old?
5: Never. We tried old milk. Uh, we tried marketing old milk, uh, and for some reason, people didn't warm to it. Or didn't it didn't, well, you know, drink old, some old, old milk. Didn't seem to go down well as a slogan.
4: Did, did they try putting it on crackers?
5: That's cheese. That would have to be really old milk. Oh, <laughs> maybe really mature milk might. Be. Uh, that's a really good idea, actually. <laughs> Extra, Extra mature, mature milk. Uh, I shall suggest that to the marketing department. Extra, with blue veins extra mature in it. milk with, with, with mould on it that for some <laughs> reason people like yes, solid milk that's what we need
1: uh, Perrin, uh, have you got any requests for the Zeppelin?
3: I would like to have more flower crowns, a cape made of daisies and seven books I don't mind which books <laughs> but seven books
6: why um, only seven?
3: keep me busy
2: how about I put a tree in the Zeppelin? because uh, uh,
3: I can't read a tree. I'm not that good. Hmm,
2: let me have a think. I'll get something arranged. Something
1: warlocky, maybe? She uh, sort of walks over to one of the windows uh, that's overlooking the uh, workshop uh, and uh, she sort of gestures to the people working down there.
2: I feel a little bad. My people have been working on this night and day for nine years and now I'm not even sure we're going to get it off the ground goes off the ground. Yes, it flies. Like this and I jump. Exactly like that. But more sustained.
4: No one told me it flied. I thought it went on the water. Nope. Above
2: the water. Above the clouds, even. I have read about these. Oh by heck. Um it it don't flap, does it? Oh no no no. Propellers, my good halfling, propellers. I'm especially proud of them. I don't know if I, I don't know if I trust this. Okay. How about this? As soon as we're able to get it off the ground, how about we take you for a test spin, eh? That, that word there, spin, that
4: doesn't sound good.
6: I think it's a metaphor.
4: Yeah, sure. Something like that. Is that like a yeti? <laughs> yeah, it's a yeti fuck.
5: You'd be able to have yetis in it really easily because you'd be able to get the drop of them
4: from above. With new milk? No, don't, don't say that. We don't want to drop out of the sky.
3: <laughs> what if? There were yetis in the sky, and you just hadn't found them yet because you've not been in the sky.
4: They're not yetis. Yetis don't live in the sky, they live in the snow. (laughs) How do you know? Because I've seen them in the snow, and then they all went away.
3: Have you seen them in the sky?
4: Well, no, because they don't live in the sky.
3: Until you've seen it, you can't disprove it. (laughs) The Black Swan Paradigm.
1: Um, Captain biscuit sort of uh kneels down beside you, agra lad, and uh sort of says cons- conspiratorially, says to you,
2: This fear of flying that you have, I'm not scared of nothing, me, right? This concern you have with flying, aye, that's more like it. I think we may have found your character.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
5: um. <laughs> you ain't got me on no damn plane, fool.
1: she, She, um. She again does a sort of grand
2: gesture around at the places. Nine years we've been working on this, and what have we got to show for it? Sent a prototype for a test flight a while back, but it got shot down under mysterious circumstances.
5: That sounds reassuring.
2: Aye, that's how it always happens. Pilot reckons he saw something fired from the pyramid, but we couldn't prove anything. You mean Dexon shot it down? That would be my presumption, but like I said, nothing can be proved. I've been stuck in this country for too long. I need to get help there into the wider world again, showcase my work to every nation, make sure they know there's something to this solar thing. Maybe then, well, maybe then I'll finally get the recognition I deserve. I've just one problem with that. Now, I've been up mountains.
4: I've been up the tallest mountains in the frozen north. And even at the top of the tallest mountains of the frozen north, they can't see the whole world. No, but
5: that's
2: why you travel
6: around, see? So that you see it all bit by bit.
5: Yeah, not
4: all at once. Ah right, okay. I just
5: think if you got high enough you
4: might be able to see the whole world. <laughs> yeah. I know a few mushrooms <laughs> that might help with that.
1: <laughs> um uh, as you sort of come out of the um the cabin uh, and back onto the mesadine. Uh, biscuit uh, waves to one of her subordinates. <laughs> that's my sister Bourbon over
2: there. How's it going, Bob?
1: And she just kind of looks back and grumbles Has
2: I got a brother called Gary Baldy. He's my cousin.
3: What was your name? Biscuit Biscuit. Biscuit Biscuit,
2: Captain but... Romana Biscuit.
3: Oh, of course, yes, that that's not okay.
2: <laughs> it's not a pun, no. <laughs>
3: Unexpected. I'm that's supposed... unusual in this campaign.
2: We're in the wrong world. That's what it is. Listen, Dexon's not going to give up. He's going to keep coming after me and my inventions because we threaten his monopoly. Where he cannot win by stealth, he will destroy. Uh, one of the uh, workers
1: uh, comes up to Biscuit and hands her the daily newspaper. Uh, Le Grand, it's called. It's an international newspaper. Uh, the front page, you see a image of Gorlack and Lisa talking to Prime Minister Bliss, Uh what languages do you oh, guys oh, know, all I know, like, incidentally? Um, does anybody I, have Elvish? I have Elvish. I
5: have common Elvish, Dwarvish and Goblin.
6: Ooh. Okay, common Dwarvish and Halfling. I've got common Draconic Invisal. Ah, uh, well, Victorina, you can
1: read it. Uh, you can read it because it's in Elvish. Uh, and the headline says, Betrayer orders Bliss to join the Great Alliance. And uh, you can tell from the language that's used that uh, the paper does not approve uh, but uh, Biscuit is sort of grinning at it, and she says, Ha!
2: Brilliant! That'll sort us out. The GA has a great energy programme. I might even get some proper funding. I could get
1: a grant. And she's kind of looking off into the distance, starry-eyed. What's she want a bloke called Grant for? I went to
6: school with Grant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she shows you uh, another article, Katrina. Uh It says, um, uh, energy cuts out in lower District." Uh Dexon refuses to comment. Biscuit says.
2: That'll be Dexon flexing some power, reminding everyone who's really in charge around here. I don't like the idea of this monopoly.
5: Sounds like a nasty game. <laughs> uh, what kind of people live in the lower district? Isn't it
2: obvious? The poor, mostly. It used to be where we had youth centres, community centres, all that stuff. But power keeps being cut off because nobody can afford it. So what they're saying is this Dexon chap
4: takes away the power of the little people.
5: That seems
4: wrong. Quite literally, yes. On that, they, in it, they and I agree, lass. Uh, can you all make a dexterity saving throw?
3: Can I? Where are my dice? I
4: What's can, it? but it's 15? not a very good one. It's a seven. Seventeen! 15. Yep, you're good. You're good. Ooh,
1: seventeen. You're good. So, um, an explosion <laughs> rattles from the ground floor and uh, Aguilad, you are knocked off your feet and almost fall from the mezzanine floor, uh, but Captain Biscuit manages to catch you before you fall. Uh, you can see down on the work floor, um, something has exploded and there is a fire spreading through the warehouse. What do you do?
5: Crumbs! I'm looking around for something to put the fire out with. Can I breathe fire at the fire? That's
1: you you could but it would probably make it worse. If
5: this
3: is my my instinct. I'm uh,
5: gonna <laughs> fire at it.
1: Victorina, can you make an investigation check? Twenty-two. Twenty-two, okay, yeah, you see uh down on the lower ground there is the sort of hygiene station uh, where people come to wash their hands. Uh, that is a little bit broken and there's a bit of water spurting out of it. Um, there's also the tea and coffee making facilities, so okay. there's probably some. Water I run
5: down,
6: down
1: there. towards them. Ooh, have a have a
6: bucket down by the hygiene station.
1: Uh, okay, uh, Victorini, you uh, rush down towards them. Um, buckets, you say, Pen. Uh, make by a. Way. Again, a investigation check. 24. 24? Uh, there aren't buckets per se, but there are certainly like uh, empty barrels and uh, crates and boxes and things that you could probably. Um, use.
6: I have a plan! With a wave of my hand, I cast Majan. Mm-hmm. And I. I send my little mage hand down to the barrels and start to fill them with water. Excellent idea. Uh, make a, hmm,
1: I feel like I should do some sort of check for this. Just arcana, just to, to see how good you are at controlling your magic, let say. Seven. I think you spill a lot of the water uh, in, the, in the journey. Uh, and you're sort of... You're a bit far away, I think, because you're still up on the on the upper floor, uh, and it's a bit far away. Uh, it does have a thirty-foot range. Uh, yeah, so you're, you're but you're um, perhaps a little shaken by the explosion, and uh, you're just splashing water uh, everywhere rather than directly onto the fire. Uh, Perrin, what are you doing? Um,
3: I think I've managed to restrain myself from breathing fire on fire. Um, <laughs> I think I'm helping. a okay, go. join in getting some water with me and if there's any more buckets, and double up on that
1: effort. Okay, you s- same, do an arcana check. Arcana Just, uh... check. Checking
3: my arcana. It's 13. I know this
1: isn't really how arcana, I know this isn't really how arcana checks work, but eh. Uh, <laughs> since when did I follow the rules to a T? Uh, 13. Uh, okay, I think you do a little better than Pen. You managed to get some of it out. Uh, Agri-Lad, well, what are you doing? How a fire are we talking? Uh... I will say, at the moment, uh, it's about 10 foot in radius, but slowly starting to spread. Although, I think um, uh, Perrin's efforts have started to stop it from spreading much and further. how far now. off the ground am I? Uh, you're about 10 foot off the ground.
4: Let me go, lass. Uh, she looks at you and goes... Okay. And lets you go. I drop to the floor and grab a heavy tarpaulin. And Can start you make a dexterity saving throw first. Dex save... Or an acrobatic save. So it would
1: not be acrobatics. Yeah, because you're doing it intentionally. So acrobatics.
4: Ooh, Seventeen. Oh
1: yeah, you do a do a, you do a barrel roll and then you do a landing roll. It's it's really
4: amazing. And I grab the grab the biggest tarp I can move. And start running towards the fire. Excellent. Uh, yeah, I think I'll carry your
1: 17 over and you manage to uh, pat some of it out. Uh, Victorina, what are you up
5: to? Um, I've run down to the water to fill buckets, but people are filling buckets from from up there. So I'm like rolling the barrels of water that Perrin and Pen. And, thank you. Uh, I knew it was some kind of pasta, and I'm like, I, know, I think it was some. <laughs> 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 you see, yeah, I think that's not right. That's not uh, I'm rolling the barrels of water towards the fire.
1: Okay, yeah, you roll the barrels towards the fire. Uh, you do spot one of the um, uh, assistant artificers is uh, looking a little injured near where the explosion happened. Uh, one of the uh, it, it's a centaur again uh, who uh, looks to have been uh, pretty badly hurt and they're sort of on the ground. Like, oh, oh, help, help!
5: Okay, what I, do you do? I I run towards him. I say, Are you all right? Do you need help? Do you need medical assistance? Yes, that's why I was calling for help, yes! Well, look, there's fires and explosions and halflings dropping out of the sky. It's all very confusing. Um, can I do medicine on
1: him? Yeah, make a medicine check. Ten. Uh, okay, um... I think you managed to pull him out of the way, I think, at least, just with that.
5: Pat him down Uh, so he's left on
1: fire. Yeah, yeah, I think you you managed about that. Um... Pen, are you up to anything new? Or are you continuing I'm going to fumble
6: around with the barrels still. Uh, do
1: you want to make another check then? Just to see if you can improve on Oh, that's on. better. Um, Arcana, 18. 18, yeah, okay. Yeah, you... Um, roll uh, a d6 for me. Three. three. Okay, yeah, you, you take out about three foot of the fire. Uh, and you are st- you are starting to beat it back now as a team. Uh, Pen. then...
3: Um, I do a little small celebration of um, that little three-foot victory because you've got to <laughs> celebrate what you can get.
5: Um,
3: because I have fire resistance, can I pick up a pail of water and try and just get closer?
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you can. Yeah, You you just walk straight into the fire, dumping, dumping water on it. Uh, roll another d6. Five. Yeah, you take about about five foot. Uh, so there's uh, the, the fire is very small now. Uh, Agrelad, you're dashing over with your tarpaulin, I imagine. Yep,
4: I'm basically opening yeah. the tarpaulin up and then jumping on top of the fire with the tarpaulin underneath me. Ooh, okay. Uh, make a...
1: Athletics? Athletics, yeah, again. Yeah, do an athletics check.
4: 22.
1: Yeah, roll another
4: d6. Roll another d6. Four.
1: Yeah, there was only four foot left of the fire. And you managed to uh, stamp the last of it out. Say they. Uh, (laughs) And there's a small round of applause from uh, the people, uh, from the other artificers around you. And uh, many of them are kind of uh, breathless. And uh, um, some of them come up to uh, Captain Biscuit and they say, "Um, I think we're going
2: to go home for the day. Is that all right, Captain? I suppose that makes sense. Just look after yourselves and everything. We'll tidy up here, and
1: uh, they they start uh, wandering off. Um, Captain Biscuit sort of starts pacing around him.
2: I just don't understand what could have caused all this. I think I think fire caused it. Yes, but what caused the fire?
6: Saboteurs.
2: Um, you had visitors earlier. Yes, we did. You think they were behind this?
6: Well, either that or they were here earlier before you saw them.
5: Can we can we investigate the? The source of the fire and see if you know if it smells of oil yeah or make an like investigation that. check um,
1: Twelve. with a 12 uh the fire was centered around uh the a fuel tank from the uh emergency backup generator that they were about to install um you see that someone had stuck a a sort of comically large stick of dynamite in it um uh, right. <laughs> you know like the ones you get in cartoons. Like a of kayak. The Acme stick of dynamite. It's like acne only
5: uh, <laughs> <laughs> something <laughs> like that, yeah.
1: Um, if I could think of a, of a funnier uh, title I would. But <laughs> I can't right now. Uh are the rest of you doing any
3: investigating? I'm Yeah, I'd like to investigate. I am just
6: going round
4: making sure there's no other fires.
6: I shall have a I shall have come down and have a poke at the barrels. At the at uh have the backup generator and that gets a 15
3: Um, I haven't rolled yet I've got a non-natural 20 Ooh.
1: okay uh, Pen uh, as you're looking at the uh, barrels uh, you do see that um, one of them that is marked uh, danger full of fuel was actually empty and uh, like not as in like it's not recently been emptied it's been empty for a while um, and yet it's on like a you know sort of movable trolley thing as if it was heavy uh, Perrin as you're kind of uh, looking around the where the fuel tank exploded you find sort of trampled into the uh, debris the remains of a large plastic flower on the floor
0: I
3: love flowers this is a sign not a real and flower. as you pick it
1: up uh,
6: It sprays water in your face.
3: Wait a second. It's a magic
5: flower.
3: <laughs> I
6: don't think so. I'm sorry.
5: You don't? What, what do you think it is? And I, I give Penn the flower. The flower and the comedy dynamite, I strongly suspect. Clowns.
6: The clowns. Yes. That's you and I were
5: thinking of we the same. Why is like
4: pen. Yes. Where are the clowns?
6: Well, one clown in particular.
5: I don't like clowns. And there's one clown in particular I particularly don't like.
6: We should send up the clowns.
5: <laughs> well, what, no. In, in, in the... Maybe,
2: no, yes.
5: <laughs> yes, send them up. Push them out.
2: And then <laughs> drop them down. <laughs> Well, we do have an airlock we could drop them out of. Uh, Biscuit is kind of pacing again and uh, she says, "It's Dexon. He's behind all this. I know it, but he's hidden away in that pyramid. I'd wager he's made some sort of deal with the clowns. He's got all the power, literally. If we want to stop him, if you want there to be any chance of this government agreeing to Golax's terms, you'll have to sort out Dexon." Right? Where is he? The
5: pyramid.
2: Right. Back oh, in a bit. Wait, 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 and wait, I start
4: wait, wait, walking wait,
2: wait, off towards the pyramid. Wait, wait, wait. I, I just reach out and put my
5: hand on AgriLad's head to stop him. Oh, you get off. You can't just go charging off to the pyramid on your own. I was just going to have a word with it's the not Lad. Stop blasting, Bree.
2: The pyramid has some significant security systems. There's only one way in and out, and you need a key card for it. So, what's the plan? I was going to walk up, knock on the door, and ask to speak to him. Do you think that'll
4: work? No harm in trying. But what would we say? Now then, lad, stop being an ass.
3: (laughs) Okay, okay. I think we could be more tempered like that. Uh, uh, Hi, please don't burn people down. Also, stop being
5: a poo. I think this is is the kind of conversation that gets people thrown off a pyramid.
6: (laughs) Yes. We're hardly coming at it from a position of strength.
3: I don't know. I have a strength score of 14.
4: (laughs) Me too. We high five. You you, you can have an arm wrestle at some point. (laughs) I'm the only halfling in the world with an eight pack. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, uh, Captain Biscuit um, takes you up to her office and um, shows you a map of the city, which you have the map I sent you last week. Um, It's not massively important. Um, She points at the pyramid, which is this
2: massive block that takes up quite a lot of space. And she says, uh, I imagine a group of four adventurers striding up to the door is going to raise some suspicion.
3: We could pretend
5: to be someone else. (laughs) Like the milkman. We could borrow the zeppelin and abseil onto the the top.
6: And I think you're all to be a bit
4: visible. In case they weren't listening earlier, the last one that went up got shot down.
5: Then those are two very good points.
4: What I'm more worried about is this man made out of milk.
5: (laughs) That's, some, that's something that uh, I think Victorina would milk, know yes. about um, I believe that they come from Far, the, far off lands um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, They don't live very long Because they um, tend to come a bit peculiar After a few days <gasps> Oh that's so
1: sad Just just, just as a cl- clarify uh, a, a little thing for us like How much new milk does Victorina have on uh, her I always at all have times?
5: at least a couple of bottles In my bag
1: and no, has temerity? temerity the cat not been at yet. them?
5: I, I think I gave something <laughs> Lisa,
2: didn't I? Yes, you did.
5: Temerity yeah. doesn't seem to be showing much interest in them.
2: To do this we'll need stealth and we'll need brains. Which of you can do stealth? I'm trying to be invisible right now.
5: Yeah.
6: Is it working?
4: Nope.
5: Yeah, I'm not very good at stealth because I just tend to march up to people and introduce myself. Um, Actually, I'm not too bad at stealth. I don't
6: need to I don't mean to blow my own trumpet, but um as you might know I am a tiefling and people don't regard us very well. Um so we do have a little spell or I do that I can use to disguise myself. Ooh. What exactly were you thinking? Well If I disguised myself as one of the guards and then, I don't know, maybe forgot my keycard. That's a good idea. It'll have to
1: be two of you, though. You'll have to disguise one of you as part of the centaur body and one of you as (laughs) the human part of the body. I'm going to allow this in terms of the magic just because I think it's really funny. (laughs) So who's going to be the bottom of the pantomime horse?
3: (laughs) I'm I'm not a human. I have dragon legs.
1: We can use magic.
3: Well,
6: I'm not, I, I'm not human I'm not either, human but... Uh, well, no.
3: None of us are that human. That doesn't matter. None of us are human. Oh, oh I heard human lessons. No, not I was like, well, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, well, I don't have those either. I'm a trap. None track. of us are uh, horses. Wait,
5: none of yeah, us are this horses. This, that's the problem. This okay. Is, I'm caught yeah, up. Put the kibosh on. Being Horses. Unless somebody's got a spell that could disguise us as
1: horses. I'm going to allow uh, Penn's disguise uh, spell to turn two of you into one centaur. So it's going to be a decision amongst you who is going to be the. Uh, who, 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 which two are you are, are
4: going to be part of this um, disguise? From a comedy point of view, AgriLad <laughs> as the back end of a horse would be hilarious. Simply because of the size <laughs> differential. the, the magic
1: sustain Yeah, that. I agree. Um, the magic might. Uh, suspension of disbelief yeah, might so not. You know, if, if the
5: magic will <laughs> be really, really silly and also quite obvious to the people in the pyramid.
4: And very funny. It will be very funny. It's just a centaur with a size 20 front end and a size 4 back end.
1: Not <laughs> um, Okay.
6: They've been working out. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay. the world's hench's teeth
1: uh, okay so um, is a
6: spell or a cantrip this um, disguise it is, it is a first level spell and it will last for up to an hour
1: cool um, so you guys uh, head through the city uh, towards the main entrance of the pyramid so is it Pen and Agrilad who are doing this double disguise business
0: <laughs> yes
5: although you know you just let it wear off after an hour
1: then maybe they will
6: just <laughs> collapse with laughter and you'll be able to so you uh, weave your and spell before, pen before mm-hmm. before I cast the spell I'm going to dismiss Temerity Ooh. into a void dimension it's <laughs> <laughs>
5: yep. void does she <laughs> like <laughs> the, the void well
6: it's, it's just like a, a place where I can summon her from okay
5: is it like what
3: the inside of a Pokeball might
6: <laughs> be like? It's pretty much, yes. Narratively, yes.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so t- Temerity is dismissed, and I can skip all of my cat-related puzzles I had. <laughs> 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 really?
6: Um, oh, so, uh, well, seeing as I'm going for this one.
1: Um, this is fine. Uh, I can bring it back later. Um So, you uh, head up to the main entrance. Uh, So, so let's describe the the spell being cast first. Um, Pen raises uh, his hands and uh, does the various... um, Is it a verbal or is it a... Verbal and somatic. So, it's... Uh, And he slowly turns into the front half of the centaur whilst uh, Aguilad turns into the back half of the centaur in a very comedic way where his arse just suddenly expands uh, and his face disappears into um, Pen's back, I'll say. It's it's Uh, like a
6: bizarre cross between um, the Human Centipede and the Percy Jackson movie. (laughs)
1: Neither of which I've seen. Thankfully. <laughs> There'll be somebody out there who's seen both of those films
6: <laughs> and go, now goes,
1: my eyes! <laughs> uh, you clip-clop your way up to the main entrance. and Clip-clop,
4: uh, clip-clop, clip. don't mind me, I'm
5: just a horse's ass. <laughs> uh, can I yet? <laughs> what, what, yeah, what are you while doing? they're clip-clopping their way to doom. I. Can we have another look at the oh, Zeppelin? We'll go all the way back
1: to look at the Zeppelin. Uh, what about it are you interested in? All of
5: it. I'd like to know how it flies. H-
1: how it flies? Um, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Uh, Captain Biscuit's going to give you an explanation. I'll come back to you on that, and let's just do uh, Pens and Aguilad's scene first. Um, so you head up to the main door, and uh, there's a guard uh, there who sees you coming and uh, says, um, All right, Liff, uh, what are you doing back so soon?
6: Hello. I, click, clock, click, clock. I've forgotten my uh, key card.
1: Uh, roll deception. I'll give you advantage because you are disguised. Twenty three. Uh, he rolls his eyes and goes, "Oh, not again, lad! Look, I told you. Yeah, look." And uh, he puts his own uh, key card into the lock, and it clicks open. Goes,
6: "All right, go in and get it. Don't okay. be too long." Okay. Where where um, where do I get replacements issued again? My brain is cheese today. It really is.
1: Too much oh, you'll have to talk to um have to talk to the manager uh, might be in the staff room uh, go and have a look okay uh, so you head in and uh, uh that was relatively easy uh, right. uh within uh, it's quite a um i mean it's a pyramid uh <laughs> sort of dusky uh bricks uh lots of uh, pictures of cats on the walls uh lots of little statues of cats as well uh, all around and uh as you're walking uh down the various tunnels and corridors um you get the feeling that these cat statues are slightly watching you. It's like you know that it's that kind of optical illusion where the eyes are always following you around the room. Um but all their eyes are little sort of um sort of crystals that are always uh, sort of catching the light in such a way that it looks like they're watching you as you it's... go along.
4: And the back end of the sensor is currently saying, What's that looking at? <laughs> is that looking at me? There ain't nobody else here. Does my bum look a <laughs> big it?
6: <laughs> i don't know it's like it's like being watched by temerity when i'm trained to eat
4: <laughs> oh we had a goat like that back home every time I sat down to eat something it just watched they and watched they and watched they it was two years till somebody told me it was wrong.
1: <laughs> as you're going you see a little a sign sort of pointing towards uh the staff room uh, but next to the staff room is another door. Uh, I say next to it, uh, uh, other side of the corridor. So one side of the corridor, staff room, other side of the corridor. Uh, there's a room labelled um, testing area. Uh, and, Pen, you get a strong feeling of magic behind that door in particular. Shall we have a look? It's a testing
0: area.
4: Don't ask me. I'm the horse's back end. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, you won't be uh, able to see anything. Okay. Can I open the door?
1: Uh, Yes, you push the door open and uh, within you see what look like uh, sort of long shooting ranges uh, with a wide space with sort of scarecrows in them. Uh, You see another kind of um, area where there's sort of a lot of padded um, armour almost for people to try on. Uh, You also see some large metal crates and these seem to be the source of the magic. And uh, as you open them up Uh, you find a number of things inside. Uh, There are bits of uh, jewellery, there are some strange footwear, just lots of various things and each with a sort of magic power crystal in them. And uh, as you pick up uh, some of them and sort of sift through them, um, you can see a a sort of circlet, you can see a pair of shoes, uh, you can see a small pen and you can see a tin. Uh, which would you like to look at? I pick up the tin. The tin. Uh, make an investigation check. Oh, Twenty-four. Twenty-four. Uh, you pop it open, and you are hit the beautiful aroma. You find a tin of the best biscuits. Ooh. Uh, there are three biscuits in it, and uh, it will restore three d six
4: health points each biscuit.
6: I'm going to shove this so. tin
4: is the tin inscribed this tin belongs to Tilda North <laughs> I'm
6: going to shove this tin down my stomach so that uh, <laughs> uh, so that I'll say part.
1: you've got your bag with you <laughs> just to, <laughs> to stop this from looking even weirder than it already is
6: <laughs> can you uh, can I also pick up the pen the pen
1: okay make another investigation check or arcana whichever you're better at uh, well, both. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, you see a little inscription on this pen. It says the pen that is mightier than a sword. Uh, and it is indeed a pen that will act as a sword. Uh, it will be a plus two short sword, but it can also write calligraphy. Oh. <laughs> I
5: love that. That's so good. So, uh, uh,
1: you can treat it as a plus two uh, short sword, uh, but it is a pen that it can also write. I'll let you choose one more. You've got a circlet and you've got a pair of shoes. Which would you like to... Uh,
6: what do you reckon? Could I uh, I'll
1: say that you, you get the visions of what um, Penn is seeing through his eyes.
4: There's a circlet and a pair of, pair shoes. of shoes. pair of shoes it is, according to the random patrol. <laughs> uh, make an... Uh,
1: yeah, again, either investigation or... Um, uh, 24 in. again. I'm pretty good at investigating. Ooh. These are invisibility shoes. Uh, When when worn, the wearer becomes invisible so long as they keep moving. Uh, Mechanically, this will mean that, uh, in combat at least, uh, you will have to move at least 10 feet per turn uh, to remain invisible, and then uh, everyone will have disadvantages on attacks against you, and you will have advantage on attacks against others. Um, As you sort of reach for the uh, circlet, though, uh, Uh, you can hear people in the corridor who are coming towards you. What do you do? Switch (laughs) my tail. Yeah, can I Mm -hmm.
5: ask a question? Sorry, I know I'm not there. If all the people in
1: Far
5: Off Lands are centaurs, is it not two pairs of shoes? Um. Do they they put shoes on their hooves?
1: Yeah, this is a good point. Um, Centaurs are not the only uh, people in the Far Off Lands. I I mean, you've met Captain Biscuit, who is a half-elf. But it's a centaur-majority country. Um, We'll come back to Penn. We'll sort of leave that on a sort of cliffhanger. So, um, uh, Victorina and uh, Perrin, you head back to the warehouse, or let's just say you never left, that you're you're still there, Uh, and you're asking Captain Biscuit about how it works. Yeah, I just,
5: I want to know how it works, so that if we have to leave (laughs) in a hurry... I can both take it off and land it. Captain
1: Biscuit takes you to the cockpit, uh, which has a kind of armoured door uh, protecting it, and uh, inside there's kind of like a ship's um, wheel is there, Uh, but there's also a lot of uh, little panels of complicated controls and levers and buttons uh, that flash in different colours, which I'm sure Perrin is desperate to press every single one of.
5: I want to press every one of them. Has it got one of those levers that is like fast, slow down, dead stop. Well yeah, oh,
1: yeah, it's got those kind of things. Uh, it's got, you know, a, a go faster, it's got go higher, go lower, uh, it's got the wheel thing to turn left and right.
3: Uh, it's got a it's wheel got of a fortune.
1: fortune. Uh, in, uh, on one end, though, uh, uh, you see a, uh, a, what looks like almost like a large bank of uh, buttons. Uh, a very, very complicated looking system of um, buttons and dials. Uh, and...
5: I'll catch hold of Perrin before they can run over and press all the buttons <laughs> oh. Ooh. Uh. oh, human contact, hi Sorry uh. Don't press the buttons but They're so pressy I know they're pressy and shiny and beautiful But if you press them we might accidentally take off through the roof
2: Oh no, it's fine, you can push all the buttons on that one
3: <gasps> Um, one second I rolled um, a nine, so I pressed you nine press buttons. You press nine
1: buttons on this little uh, bank of buttons, and a, uh, a glass front in it uh, lights up, and within, you can see a what looks like a corridor leading through a massive warehouse full of items. And then a voice speaks from it, saying, Ooh. Hello! My name is Vendos, the vending machine of magic! and I will be your item distributor for this campaign.
3: (laughs) Hi, Vendos. I'm Perrin, and I will be me. Captain
1: Biscuit has told
2: me that you may be her new companions and best friend. Ah! Shh! I've no idea what he's talking about. I didn't tell all of my deep secrets about crippling loneliness to this vending machine. What are you talking about? Shut up! Well, I am the most advanced vending machine the world has ever seen. In fact...
1: I think I might be the first vending machine this world has ever seen. But I exist in multiple dimensions simultaneously. And so I am able to bring items from all across the universe and different versions of the universe right to you. So all you need to do is tell me what kind of items you are looking for, and I will find them across all of time and space. But
6: be warned,
1: there will be a cost to each item that you wish to procure. And that cost, well, it may involve pressing the right buttons at the right time in the right order.
3: I would like a ghost.
1: A, a, a ghost. You would As like...
3: As a pet. I've never had a pet. A
1: pet ghost.
3: <laughs>
1: uh, I think it gets little sort of eyes and a mouth sort of uh, appear or like sort of, you know, kind of like... Um, Digitised uh, eyes and a mouth have appeared on its and its uh, glass frontage, and uh, it's one of the eyes kind of closes and the other one opens, and it looks confused. And as I will see what I can do. Um, Thank you. Uh, I might be able to. Yes. Aha! I think I've done it. Right. On the control panel. Would you like to solve a puzzle?
3: up. Uh, yes. Uh. I'm sorry for whatever that
1: must have done for your <laughs> uh, We will head back to Pen now. So uh, someone is coming to enter the room. What do you do?
6: I'm going to stand by the door and come to attention.
1: Uh, somebody comes in uh, wearing full you know, armour hazmat suit. Um, but it's, you know, obviously it's a, um, a centaur, so it goes all the way down uh, over their um, their back, uh, and uh, they look at you and go, "What are you doing in here? You're not supposed, You're not even wearing the correct PPE. I, what are you doing in here?
6: I was told to stand here until somebody came to relieve really me. Well, you shouldn't be in here. This is off limits. Get out of here. What's your name? Okay, um, Hazmat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Roll a deception check.
3: <laughs> is it is yes. it Matt for
0: sure?
6: I got a 20, non-natural.
1: Okay. Uh, he goes, that's a strange name, but I f- believe you. <laughs> Get out of here, you rapscallion. Yes, sir. Um, you go uh, careening off, and he sort of watches you out the door uh, until you've like turned a corner and uh, sort of breathlessly um, you catch your breath. Uh, the next thing you hear, though, is a ding and behind you a pair of doors open and you almost stumble back through them into an elevator. Uh, Some people are getting out uh, and these people are wearing um, centaur overalls uh, and little mining helmets and are carrying pickaxes as they come out and uh, some of them give you a nod as you stumble in and uh, there is only one of them left uh, as the doors close and you find yourself stuck in an elevator. And then the person next to you says, going down. Ding! Oh well. Here we go again. Perrin! Um, there is a very complicated logic puzzle that has appeared on the screen, uh, which All I right. realise now is not going to work in audio, so. <laughs> 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 um, Try
3: make an me. intelligence
1: check. Um, 17. 17. Okay. Uh, it takes you a while to get through the the logic game that it's created, uh, but eventually you solve it, and it turns green, and then a ghostly figure appears before you. It's small, pet-shaped, pet-sized, and then it slowly takes shape. It takes form, and then it appears before you. It's Temerity.
3: Hi, <laughs> Temerity.
1: I found the perfect Jonas. pet. It seemed almost drawn to you.
3: Are you sure it's a ghost? Well,
1: it was in the astral plane.
3: Is that my ghost slave?
2: I think so. Uh, Captain Biscuit is looking a little distraught and says, Sorry, still a few kinks to work out in this stupid machine. And she kicks it. But every time I try and fix it, I end up adding more controls to it until it becomes this incomprehensible mess. Anyway, this little cat of yours seems to be agitated about something.
1: And indeed, Temerity is trying to sort of pull you out of the room. It's sort of grabbing at your trouser leg and kind of pulling you uh, towards uh, the, um, the door. And uh, it opens its mouth and you hear Penn's voice saying,
6: Oh dear, here we go again.
1: The campaign trail referendum is written and produced by joel corner it stars aim phoenix as perrin Bazonian, stephen Poor as pen regante joanne hall as victrina crested grebe and s naomi scott as Agrilad. diana croft was the newsreader and martha buckley was captain biscuit the theme music was produced and performed by aim phoenix additional music credits are in the episode description you can support the campaign trail by going to patreon.com slash the campaign trail We have special perks such as our exclusive Discord server, early access to episodes and the chance to have your own D&D character appear in the show. So become a Member of Parliament today by joining the Patreon. You can also follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast and at soundcloud.com forward slash corner and wherever you find podcasts. So, until next week, go back to your constituencies
0: and prepare for adventure.